Hello and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 166 for the week of June 10th, 2019. Wow. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment recorded each week from New York City and bounce around cables and satellites all around the world. Yeah. And writing to listening device of choice, as always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. Cam Splatoon. 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 Nice. Yeah, man, Paul. I'd be Splatoon. I gotta find a TV Splatoon. Splatoon out here. Splatoon is tootin'. Uh, what's good, man? I'm good, man. Uh, just getting geared up for this E3 shit, man. It's exciting, it, right? It, it like I, as much as I like shit on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking love this. shit. I know, me too. As much as <laughs> I die for this shit. <laughs> yeah, as much as I'm like, oh no, man. Like, yeah. You know all this marketing hype. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait for this <laughs> press conference to, like later today. And so yeah, so we're recording before the Xbox conference. So if you're hearing this, that already happened. Yeah. Um, also, probably the um, I forget what Monday is. I think Monday is like Square and someone else. I think it's like Bethesda. I think Beth- Bethesda's tonight. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of things happening. Either way, we're going to miss it. I'm also going to be in the air tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah. I'm going to E3, baby. Going to LA, going baby. Back. Yeah, I'm, going I'm back a, to Cali. I'm putting mad stickers, mad optional stickers everywhere, bro. So when you go back to Cali, what do you usually sing? Do you sing the biggie? Going. Oh, wait, no, that's a going, going, back, back, back to. to Cali, or do you Cali. like the LL? I do the I'm LL. going back. I like the Cali. LL one because that one's like yeah. more like, I don't know, in my eyes, I like. I like I love that version. So I think I go LL. Same, yeah. 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 Also LL, Queen's Legend. Absolutely. Completely biased here. The greatest rapper of all time. Fight me about it. Goat. The goat. My I head can, is like I can a shark argue fit. that. Yo, I can He's literally can. like the only rapper that's made every type of music in rap yeah. except for trap. And if he makes a trap album, he's guaranteed goat. I would support it. Oh, oh, what? Also like his his career is like 3 decades. Have you ever heard Heads, bro? Everybody get your head. That's Tim, that's Timbo, right? Yeah. Damn, they it's a good call song. Me Big Ellie. <laughs> no one calls not him. <laughs> one person called him Big Ellie. Love it. I love the the just blatant lie. It's just, it's just fantastic. Um, yeah, but no, like I, like you mentioned, E3 shit. Like, I, as much as I try to think I'm like above it, like yeah. it's it's so ingrained in me as like a as a gamer yeah. trademark that I feel like um, I don't know, man. Like it's hard to escape the the enthusiasm around it. But it it's, it also is like equally as it's a weird dichotomy because I'm also like equally as kind of bummed about it because it's like you know like usually with like i don't know in, in, in movies or whatever um i guess the the high point of the season is like award season or whatever right or like with the same thing with music or whatever yeah and ours is like i mean they say you can say the same for ours but but e3 is like yo you ready for some commercials yeah, beat? Like, uh, i don't know i feel kind I mean, of weird we, about it we did, i did have that epiphany when we went in 2017 yeah like I remember after the Xbox conference, we were all like, we were walking back to the car. Yeah, uh, your girlfriend was picking us up, and she, like, we were just walking, and we we're like, we could have just stayed home. And yeah, did man. that, you know? Especially for the conferences. You could yeah. you can sit down on your couch, stream it comfortably, and, like, get everything yeah. you need to get out of it. But there is something special about, like, seeing all the faces that you know. and you That know, was cool, After yeah. the fact, and, like, just seeing people just go about their business. And, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, shit. That was cool, because <laughs> it was, like... I mean, for us, it was like, oh, shit, it's Jeff Granada. Or like, oh, shit, it's Pierre Schneider from IGN. Like, like oh, he shit. owns that bitch. Is that a jack-in-the-box? Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we were like, we were just like hood kids. And, and that, that's the thing I don't like about like, <laughs> like as, as much as I like don't want, oh No, I think it's just going to sleep. I was going to sleep. Yeah. I'm looking at the computer. Paul has a nice little setup right now. Know, it looks like the Matrix. Like, I'll, I'll check on it, but keep talking. Yeah, it looks like the Matrix. But um, 
Yeah, that's the one thing. It's like, yeah, I know this is like E3 eventually is like coming to an end as a whole. But uh, I think it's cool just to have, you know, to be able to go to a centralized place, see all these faces and like, I don't know, man, just get to meet new people. And I don't know. It's just something special about like going out to L.A. Yeah, yeah, especially to for like us. Meet, yeah, especially for us. We're yeah, yeah. East Coast kids, and it's like, you know. Yeah, like, remember we were walking to, what was it, Carl's Jr.? Yeah. And then we, like, you were like, oh, shit, that's Jeff Ganada. And he was crossing the street, just, like, look, just going to his and cars. And we literally, and like, we went box-out mode. Like, yeah, we, I was like, yo, you go left, I go right. We, <laughs> we were, like, Dean him up. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Straight Kawhi Leonard on him. And he uh, was just like, whoa. Yeah, and then we so we were like, yeah, like we were like talking in the middle of the street, and then we were like, actually, let's go to the curb. So we like we went to the corner, and we just started talking for a bit. He was super nice to us. Uh-oh. Shout out to my neighbor, slamming that door all the Damn. time, baby. Um, new apartment, new apartment kinks. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. So it was, um, it's cool, man. I, I, I agree. I, although I will say, yeah. <clears throat> the, the the year that we went in 2017 was the first year they opened it up to the public. Yeah. And I feel like if I would have paid whatever the amount of cost is for like a one day ticket. And I got to play like maybe two games max for lucky. the entire day because it was like three hour lines, right? For like the the hot game, right? And then even for the like the not so hot games, it was like two hour lines, one yeah. hour lines. And that takes up your whole day. The, whole that day. conference is only seven hours, right? Yeah, I mean, I remember I, I waited like maybe an hour to play Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah, I remember that. Like, well, at least that was worth it. That was fucking worth it. Yeah. Um, but we also were lucky enough that like we got press passes, so we had appointments with like, you know, like Bandai Namco and a couple of other people who wanted to give us like the time of day, who were nice enough to give the time of day because like we were we're still so tiny, we're still yeah. tiny, but, um, you know, we had that uh, we had that going for us where we didn't have to worry about standing in line for things. But we had to stand in line for like Sonic, yeah, and it, it really wasn't worth it. I remember at, at one point I just kind of gave up, like, and we split up. You're like, all right, I'm going to go wait on Mario line. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go play as many bullshit games yeah, as I can. Yeah. And I ended up having a great time doing that. Right, like, I was right. just like, let me just play these weird arcade games yeah. that like no one's lined up for. Right, it's right. It's like, I'm play fucking uh, Octopus Golf or some shit. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think if, you're, if you're the kind of con attendee who like... You know, ahead of time, you book all the panels, and you and you're and you're happy to be there like 45 to to an hour early, just to, just to stand in line, and you run around like grabbing the free swag. If you're that person, E3 is for you. Yeah. But I think the the year that they finally opened it up to the public, I haven't I didn't go last year. I was part of the home team this year. I mean last year. <clears throat> so I don't know what they've done to uh, to like kind of improve the the, the queues that and that yeah. experience overall. Maybe I don't know if they limit the amount of people. I mean, I guess I'll find out this week. But like. I think that was a huge. I like, can't wait to hear curve. your like experience after this week because it's going to be a whole different perspective. Because yeah, you know, you kind of get to like you know do, do your thing, yeah, yeah, do your thing, and just see it from kind of the outside, right? Um, but yeah, man, I, I'm I'm excited. Um, I'm just I'm just happy to see what's going to go on. Let's talk about games and let's get into E3 stuff. Let's do it, man. Yeah. Actually, before we begin, yeah, one thing I really want to talk about. Okay. Striking Vipers. Oh yeah, we gotta talk. About I gotta that. talk because that that's nowhere in our in our. So if you don't know, Striking Vipers is the the first episode. I, it was the yeah. first one that showed up for me. First episode for the the latest season of Black Mirror, mm-hmm. and it's gaming related. Because uh, like, so if you don't know what Black Mirror is, Black Mirror is basically like the technology version of the Twilight Zone. They kind of explore the darker side of tech and sort yeah. of like what it could become and like what what the future could behold for us. And um, and they vary from like very mundane, like you know. 
uh, you were on social media too much right. to like, yo, aliens. I mean, robots are killing you. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or like, yeah. Or totally. you're stuck in a, like uh, uh, a virtual. You don't know what's real. Yeah. Right, right. Um, so that's like the the balance there. Yeah. And, and I, I one of one of my coworkers is like he's not a huge fan of Black America. He's, mm-hmm. he's always like, oh, is, is, is the lesson every time just like technology, but it's bad. And it's, it's, no. it's not really that because like, there are some really uplifting versions like they're kind of they're But they're always kind of slanted and twisted so like so striking vipers um i won't give away too many spoilers about it i guess we, we can I mean, do, do a spoiler maybe, maybe at the end of the yeah. at the end of the episode so so if you've seen striking vipers stick around to the end of the episode we'll do a quick like 15 minute quick and dirty um uh spoiler chat mm-hmm. and then we can talk about that but yeah so let's let's plant that seed now if you want to stick around feel free but um Let's just get all the BS out the way before, so we can jump into some E3 hype. So let's just jump right into what we've been playing this yeah. week. Um, I honestly have not been playing much. Same. I have still been recovering from this move, and as a result, things have been unplugged. I just got internet on Monday, and like, I, also at work, I've been like swamped with stuff, also preparing gear and, and stuff, and like schedules for next week, so or this week if you're listening to this on Monday. So like, it's been hectic as hell, and I haven't had time to really play shit. Yo, it's kind of been depressing i mean your week's gonna be packed you're probably gonna be like yo i need a break from video games after <laughs> this true. week you yeah, know maybe. so i've been kind of feeling the same way like the other day i like um on weekends at work i kind of have light days so yesterday i was like man i want to play something but i didn't like none of none of this is like really hitting like splatoon wasn't really working for me uh torak i was like i'm not gonna play that shit um <laughs> no thanks Turok. yeah i'm good and then uh i decided to um start banasaga again nice. well re pick up where i left off and i was like i don't remember the story at all but i'll just you know it's a strategy game so it's like i don't really need to know too much right um and i picked that up and i was like wow i forgot this game is really good <laughs> this yeah. game is fucking phenomenal yeah. it looks gorgeous it plays really well. Like I forgot how to like really like strategize and stuff. So I'm like lose. I lost like three battles in a row, but mm. it was fine. I was like, I was like, whatever. I, I, like there's no stakes for me anymore. Like you know, I'm like caring for each character. Um, so I'm just like you know, I got back into it. I was like, nice. man, now I just want to play that. <laughs> that's good. Man. I, I always have the like that's my problem. I I get stuck on games, and then like I complete like once I like get fatigued, I don't want to see it ever by. again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. Um, no, yeah, and I remember I played a, a nice chunk of the first Banner Saga and mm-hmm. really, really enjoyed it. I forgot what I played it on. I think it might have been PS4. Um, but yeah, so you're playing it on Switch? I'm playing it on Switch. I played the first one on um, on PS4, right? and then I played this one on Switch. That, I think playing it on Switch would make me want to stick with it longer. Because like, this is the kind of game that I could play on a plane. Absolutely. I could play on a commute. And I find that like right now, I'm, especially like as I'm about to travel, I'm like... I was thinking actually today, like, should I bring my Switch? I'm like, yeah, I should totally bring my Switch because now I can catch up on things that I like. I left behind. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't played Dragon's Dogma. Da- oh, I forgot to. I don't have. The, I'm too far away from the mixer. <laughs> I, I haven't played Dragon's Dogma for for a minute, and like, I kind of miss it. And yeah. like, I know that I'm I'm sort of saving it for later. But I think Banner Saga or Banner Saga Two is Banner Saga One on there. It should be. Yeah. Oh, word. It should so be. like, that would be a game that I would probably rebuy at some point. Like for if I knew a trip was coming up. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, they're coming out with another one. Yeah. 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 So um, they churn them things out, man. Yeah. They're good man yeah. and they kind of just come out of the radar like i, I had never hear announcements or anything yeah it's just like oh yeah the band is another excellent <laughs> game yeah no it, it's very good um and like the way like the the boards are set up and like the character like how different their move sets are and the way they like um do this kind of um D style like uh you run into some bandits 
and they give you a, a list of options you can take like all right well scare them off or right. confront them right on or you know try to defuse the situation like i love that choice they give you and the rewards that they give you so you can get more supplies if you de-escalate something or if you scare them and you whip them you take everything or nice. you know like so there's like a little thing sometimes it's frustrating because it's like i didn't mean for it to go that way it's like right. they'll give you like um de-escalate the situation by de-escalating they mean like, like chop, chop the leader's head, head. yeah it's like come on man i didn't <laughs> yeah, yeah i think yeah. you meant like you know chill too yeah yeah but um maybe that's part of it though they want you to be surprised yeah like oh like it's like you're reading a book exactly that's that's pretty much how it is it reads like a like a novel like a, a visual novel or something like that's that. cool but, um, it's so beautiful to look at too it really is and then and they play it with headphones because like yeah. the the sounds and you can hear like all the forest stuff like oh, and they, they do this cool stuff with like backgrounds and foreground stuff where you can see like um like little enemy shadows in the, in the foreground so i love i love all that stuff that's man. awesome yo. but I- i'm having a good time uh i played like two hours three hours yesterday so nice. yeah i got to a big chunk of uh where i left off I-, I guess i left off right in the beginning of the game so that's awesome yeah I, th- those are games that i've always like in the back of my head known like i'll get back to them eventually because yeah. I-, I have to play those games and they're, they're not too long either so yeah you can yeah. get through that's dope yeah the only game that i played and this was uh, <coughs> as a, com- a direct response to seeing all of the uh the EA Play stuff was Apex Legends. Hey, so um, Apex. yeah, I uh, I forgot how much I love that game. First of all, and I, I don't I don't really remember why or when I stopped playing this game. Um, and I think it's just kind of like kind of what usually happens with me. I have to play a ton of games at one point, and I just have to like let go of stuff. Yeah. And this might have just gotten left off to the wayside. But I never deleted it, or I, and I always had. Um, I always had the intention of going back to it. And, and after seeing the season two teaser stuff and the new character stuff from the EA Play, I was like, oh, let me jump. Also, this weekend was double XP weekend. So I played like maybe an hour and a half, two hours last night. Got and some boxes. I, I upgraded. I mean, I, I leveled up like crazy. And I, I, I got a few like, yeah, I got a few boxes and stuff. And um, also, I'm like really looking forward to season two stuff. And like the idea that uh, I like what they're doing now. Like they're they're not really rolling out ranked play just yet but they have this elite queue or whatever so you like uh and i got into it last night where if you if you make it into the top five at the end of every match you are automatically unlocked access to this elite ranking like queue that you can go ahead and play so every time every time you win uh or you get into the top five you play the people like everyone else who's gotten to their top five matches so you're playing like the best of the best that's awesome which is what i wanted for um tetris 99 like I, I like that idea of like okay cool like I'm really I'm like I'm obviously not good at Apex so I'm yeah. probably not going to touch that but in Tetris 99 if they let me play against like the elite players let me play against those people right right right, um, right and like I think it's a really cool approach to it and I'm also really looking forward to seeing like what the ranked play and stuff has in season two and like what other kind of loot drops and skins and stuff come out because so far we've only seen like sketch mockups for them but I want to see them like in the game and like see how they affect stuff they you know they announced a, like a new gun and stuff that we'll get into a little later but didn't they announce a new character too yeah yeah, or yeah. She, like put up like barriers and stuff and that's like oh my god I can't wait to like get my hands on her so we can actually <laughs> jump right into the news that week so this week so um I'm I'm kind of gonna try to keep it. Uh, E3 related, yeah. but we can just jump, jump right into that one. So they announced all of the season two details um, at EA Play, uh, I think it was yesterday, or, or was it yesterday? Or was it two days ago? I, f- I forget. Time kind of flies by at this point. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned, they're going to finally introduce ranked play. They're also going to, they introduced a new character. Her name is Watson, um, and she has this like really cool um, 
like engineer style class where she's like an, like an electrician and like you said she can put up fences like the defensive fences <laughs> and um i forgot what her, her other ability is but as a, like as a one of the five symmetra players in overwatch um <laughs> this is like my shit right here because it, it's very similar where she's like looking over the ground like very rts style like she's pointing you know one thing down there and another thing and they connect and then she puts the like generator that like powers it all I yeah guess? yeah it's like it's so fucking cool and, and like and you know if you're playing octane you can just dr- put a jump pad and jump over it so there are way there are still like rock paper scissors mechanics to it um, but it's kind of cool though, because like in in the uh, one of the clips, shout out to the uh, fucking yeah, every time in the background. You gotta have some crime going on. You gotta have something in the background, make make you understand that we actually are recording live <laughs> from New York. Um, so uh, th- there's a part where there was a, they showed it in the trailer where people are jumping over the fence like one after the other, and it kind of reminded me of um, uh, what is it? Uh, our planet there, there's like yeah you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. they, they i think they showed off like the the dolphins or whatever there's like these dolphins that scrape their tail on the floor and they like kind of corral the fish and in order to get out of the like the dust that gets swirled up they jump over it and like they just like open their mouth like, and eat them. Yeah, yeah they just eat them like they just get fed these fish so it reminded me of that of like oh cool like this is a really cool way to just like line up people if, if you if you plan it out right you can sort of bait other players to be like, I'm going to jump over here. And if your team is set up in the right way, you can just be like, bum, bum, bum. Yeah, I, I have a feeling this character is going to be used in some cool ways, especially at the end game, like those final two circles where oh my everybody's God. just running in, trying to get yeah, like position. If you get that right circle, you're like, oh, man. You can like close off certain corners, right. especially like if, if you consider that the other team may not have an octane. Like there's a chance that you don't have an octane or... um Zipline dude, Zip, yeah, Zipline uh, McGee, robot. Yeah, if if they don't have Zipline McGee, then like or or Octane, <laughs> then you know that you get like, all right, we got this, right? You know, place the same way with like Symmetra. Sometimes I've always felt like, as as a Symmetra main, like on defense, um, I always liked plugging up the holes. I always felt like it was a ship, and I was like, all right, so if, if I know I'm getting damage markers, or if I if I can hear it, I'm like, oh shit, oh, I, I they're coming, focus. they're trying to right. flank us, yeah. yeah. So um. I'm really excited to play her. I think she's going to be a really, really cool addition to the like the meta and shit. And I, I, I also think she's just like a really cool looking character. It should inject some life into the game, <clears throat> like some more life, I should say. I'm, I'm sure the community is going pretty strong, but you know, I, I'm excited to see what this is going to be like. Word. And they also introduced the L Star. It's like a new uh, fully auto rifle, which looks pretty badass. And yeah, and just like more skins and, and season two battle pass stuff, which like looks pretty cool. And like it, lo- it makes me want to jump back into it, which I which I actually did. I actually did last night. And, uh, yeah, like I said, man, turns out game's still real good. <laughs> games are good. Um, let me get back to my document here. But, yeah, and then um, this this story was pretty wild. So I think this happened on, was it Friday or Thursday? Um, my iPad's not clicking it. Um, there was a massive leak, um, yeah. and it revealed a lot of, like, E3 stuff. Oh, I got the, wrong, I got the wrong thing. Sorry. Deal, uh Oh, here it is. Massive E3 leaks. Yeah. Reveals some uh, from software game with, with George R.R. R. Martin, which actually, like, I'm really curious to get your take on. But, um, but yeah, so. I thought this was leaked a long time ago for some reason, because I knew about this. Oh, no. The, everyone knew there was a game coming out, but but they didn't know, like, the name of the it. The name of it. Okay, stuff. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, they're taking this from Kotaku. A security flaw on publisher Bandai Namco's website has led to a major new E3 leak that reveals three new games. The rumored From Software George R.R. R. Martin collaboration, a new Tales game, and Nino Kuni remastered. Um, the leak came through a publicly available link on Bandai Namco's website, per the website Gematsu. Um via various po- and also via various posters on uh, Resetera or Reset Era, I don't know how to say that, but it's called Elden Ring for PS4, Xbox One and PC. Um 
And uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's a, it's a new game for the makers of Dark Souls and Sekiro in collaboration with George R. R. Martin. If you don't know who that is, the creator of Game of Thrones. Why don't you go read a fucking book? Why don't you go read a book? <laughs> get an HBO login. Right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it turns out, yeah, all those rumors and stuff that we'd heard in the past are actually like real. They're actually yeah. true. In addition to that, we're getting a, a rematched version of Nino Kuni, which I might be interested in. I, 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 have, I actually was like dusting off the PS3 copy I had while I was like organizing games the other day in, in my new apartment. And um, in a new Tales of Arise, um, a new game, the long-running JRPG series, also for PC, Xbox, and PS4. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a bummer for Bandai Namco, at least their marketing department. Yeah. But um, we know that these games are certainly coming out. But the, I guess the, the most interesting one, in my opinion here, obviously, is Elden Ring. Um, and they had, like, the logo come out. I don't know if you saw, like, the, 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 the yep. photo of the logo. What are you kind of, like, expecting out of a game like this from the makers of Sekiro, um collaborating with george rr R. martin i mean those are my that's, that's my your Venn diagram that's right your there. peanut butter and jelly right there bro <laughs> yeah i mean i'm a big fan of uh the from soft stuff and a huge fan of george rr martin's uh a fire and ice series so uh i'm super hyped because they're saying it's a open world game Dope. um and it's gonna be like people who are missing who are missing like the fashion stuff like fashion souls and there's gonna be a lot more of that customization Hell yeah and like just the mind of George R. Martin, like he may not be the best writer, but he can build a world, man. Like oh, he yeah. knows how to like that lore, baby. Like he's the lore guy, you know. You know like, what's build funny? That fucking world. Build yeah, that world. in Dragon's Dogma, yeah. I, I've been making my character um, kind of look like what's the dude, uh, the Pedro Pascal character? Um, Quint, uh, Quentin Martel. Quentin Martel. I've yeah. been I've been making him look like him. I, I got him like that that Caesar with the fucking yeah. with the goatee. I got him all that shit, and like now I can actually kind of make of another version of that. Hopefully, like oh yeah. I mean, gosh. but they're saying it's gonna be like more like Norse kind of oh, Viking. I'm still gonna make the yeah. The, I'm still the, gonna make the, the one brown guy. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah um I'm, I'm hyped for it man like uh i love the stuff that they make and yeah I was a, i'm a big fan of sekiro even though i haven't beaten it yet but Same. i'm gonna get yeah. that's another game i'm definitely gonna get back to especially by the end of the year because i want to you know it's definitely a contender for game of the year it's gotta be up it's there. gotta be up there but this makes me mad excited because i'm like i'm starting to like understand the 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 love of these kind of games myself personally mm-hmm. on my personal gaming journey um so like i'm actually this makes me mad excited like i'm like oh yeah i would play the hell out of this game oh, yeah i'm just me? hyped to, to see the 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 scale that they're willing to go through especially if it's um uh you know it has the same heads as like dark souls like th- those minds like mixing right like that's that's incredible it's deep man. in a rap yeah <laughs> Yo, it's for real. it really is man um yeah, I'm I'm super super pumped for this game. I think it's gonna be like pretty dope. I, I at least I hope to see a trailer or something um, at E3, and hopefully not like just a cinematic trailer. I want to see at least one little staged area where it's like maybe just one encounter. Like I don't have to see like twenty. Yeah, just no. give me like a nice vertical nice, slice. Yeah, give me a slice of uh, slice. what's going on. In Extra this world. cheese, bro. Um, yeah, I mean. I'm super hyped. Same, same. Um, this one is like kind of not E3 related, so we're gonna take a deviate from the patch just slightly. But this was a, this made a big uh, splash, especially on social media. Um, so JRPG publisher removes producer from new games credits because she left the company. It's wild. Kind of a crazy story, man. It, it's very upsetting because you we so for those for just to give a little backstory, Brittany Avery she worked at XC, a US studio. I'm taking this from Kotaku that specializes in localizing and publishing JRPGs. Um, 
so for seven years, she worked there for seven years, and then she left at the company. She she did localization, which is like translation and you know kind of localizing a game so that it doesn't seem so stilted and, and wrong and, and and feels natural, right? Mm-hmm. So um, she recently discovered that her name had been removed from the credits on a game she'd worked on. And in response to the controversy, Xseed revealed a policy that caused instant backlash from the developers and players. So she tweeted out, Oh, LOL, or LOL, as I like to say, the PS4 ending credits for Cold Steel 1 were updated, so my name isn't in them. So I'm guessing the same for Cold Steel 2 as well. And as a result, they resp- it caused such a controversy on Twitter that they responded saying, We appreciate the hard work of everyone who contributes to our releases, but it is and always has been the company policy that current members of our staff are credited. We have never credited staff for their individual roles or if they have left the company. Which is like what? So disrespectful in my opinion. And we've heard about that we've heard about stuff like this in, in, in relation to like other companies as well, like in other horrible workplace environments, um, or at least toxic workplace environments. Yeah. And it's a bummer that like, you know, that that's sort of a reason to like keep people chained to their desks in some ways like you can't leave until the ships or your name isn't on this so wrong so wrong right like morally it's wrong yeah it's like yo i worked on this thing up until the very end and i left and now i like it's already done yeah it's bullshit i did the work right yeah i mean it's also another reason why you know i think again keep belaboring the point but like hey unionization unionization like start you know um having some sort of power here because like this is messed up yo and i feel like i don't know i don't know what the hell that was i think it was this swiffer this pack of swiffers swiffer um wet things that i just dropped but yeah no i feel like it's messed up that like i don't know if, if that's the case then i feel like all of her shit should be removed from the game right right like, it, that should be like the fair trade-off right. like all right you want to do that word i'll just fucking hit delete on taking all my shit. ball and going home <laughs> i'm gonna unplug my hard drive motherfucker. <laughs> um but yeah it's a bummer i hope it changes um i think it's it's kind of unfortunate that we keep seeing stories like this over and over again and i hope things change um but we'll see well fingers crossed and i guess um if you really care about I've been I've been seeing so much like hoopla over like E three spoilers and like you, you got to respect their like how much hard work they put in it like if you really care about that shit and you're really like you know passionate about these developers you should be supporting them when shit like this hits the Happen, fan right. you know what I mean yeah. not like when the people are affected yeah the trailer leaked yeah it's that's fucking... just securing your bullshit yeah keep yeah. you hyped right and like that's kind of that's more selfish in my opinion anyway um. Another huge thing happened this week, uh, at least in my opinion. Uh, Google Stadia had their little like direct live stream thing that they streamed out to the world, and we finally got pricing for Stadia. So it seems like the service, the pro service, is going to cost you $9.99. I'm taking this from Twinfinite.net. Um, as a pro subscriber, you'll have a range of free games available, updated regularly, on top of discounts on a further selection of games. A launch, um, a launch offer has also been announced for 129. The Stadia Founders Edition can be pre-ordered starting to uh, starting early this week, and I pre-ordered it. I'm gonna get into that in a second. Um, but there's also a uh, a free version of the uh, of the service that you can also get, and um, it uh it it's interesting because if you so the it's called Stadia Base and. For that, you'll have to buy access to each game separately. So you're basically, it's basically like a marketplace, the same way that Steam or Epic mm-hmm. Game Store is, right? And you're just paying for that service. But you are paying for the, the ser- well, you're not paying for it, but you're you're paying the, I'm curious as to like what the, div- like the, how the math adds up here. Like if you buy a game, if you play Sekiro, if you buy Sekiro, for example, how much do they take out of the cut? Like how much do they right. get? Um, so I'm really curious about that. The, the base model though, unfortunately, if you have a 4K TV, 
um, or you're playing on your laptop or whatever, it limits the resolution to 1080p and stereo sound um, as opposed to Stadio, Stadia Pro subscribers who get uh, 4K resolution and 5.1 surround audio. So um, it also only works in a handful of countries so far. Uh, it doesn't work everywhere, but um, it also doesn't work everywhere in those countries <laughs> if you have like certain <laughs> internet connections. Uh, let's be real. That's, yeah. But um, yeah, what do you think of the uh, the Stadia announcement as I go check on the computer make sure it's not ruining our podcast? Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I, I'm just still so skeptical. Like that price point is really nice for what you're getting. Um, I think that like the nine ninety nine also subscription is pretty sweet. Like I don't know, like after every every everything add up, it's like that's not that bad. Yeah. At all. One twenty nine doesn't seem like a lot, especially if I don't have to like worry about like buying all the games and I just have access oh, to it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, like if you have like a PS Plus subscription. Because I don't know how many games are going to... They might have announced it, but I don't think... I don't remember hearing about this, but... Yeah. Assuming they have like a steady flow of games, even if it's like, let's say, two games a month, right? Like the same way PS Plus is. Even if they're old games. Like, it'd be kind of cool to just always have a Netflix-style subscription to games, even if they're old games, that you can play every month. But it's also like... Yeah, I guess ten bucks a month to play anywhere is kind of cool, assuming you have that controller or you have a controller capable to like plug into a, a laptop or sync up to your phone or whatever. Yeah, so it just comes with a controller and the um, the Chrome, right? Chromecast. So yeah, it comes with the um, the Chromecast Ultra, so you can stream it in four K. It comes with the controller. It comes with a, a three month subscription to Pro. It also get, comes with a Buddy Pass. Yeah, so Buddy Pass, right? And it comes with Destiny Two with all of the. Um, the DLCs, DLCs and stuff, yeah, which, which are being released, right? Um, for everyone soon, it's going free to play if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, so I, that's that's pretty cool. I can't wait to see how this shakes out. That's why I'm Same. just so like, I, I mean, how, how do you have an opinion on something that's never really been done? Yeah, that, you know <laughs> what? That's that's true. So like, this is what this is what. So I'm I'm super conflicted, and that's why like I I even threw in the Discord. Shout out to the Discord. Which also has been really great yeah, recently. So shout out to the Discord. It. I love you guys. Also, shout out to our mods. You guys are amazing. Um, also, join our Discord. But um, I remember, like, I was hovering over the buy now button, and I was like, guys, should I do this? <laughs> and it was like, do it, just do it. So I felt like, I mean, a part of me has, like, n- not an obligation, but, like, this, like, obsession and this, like, curiosity of, like, you know, I missed the Ouya, and I'm kind of glad I missed the Thank Ouya. God. And you know there there have thing there have been things like on live and and those things have failed right in the past to so like try to shake up the industry. But I feel like you know also Google has done a bunch of and continues to do a bunch of fuck shit, especially with their with their um with their workers and, mm-hmm. and all this other shit. Also, again, I have to fucking quick disclaimer: I have a sibling that works at Google, but again, does not impact what I feel and how I feel about Google. But um. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel I feel a certain way about that company first and foremost. I also keep reading horrible things about how they have access to your data, and sometimes they can give those things to the police, and they might wrongfully arrest you for a murder you had no yep. part in. Um, but um, getting back to at least Stadia, <laughs> uh, quick side tangent. Um, this excites me because this is kind of, especially as somebody who has moved recently and has taken inventory of all of the shit that I've collected over the years. Yeah. Like I, I literally have in my closet right now that I'm planning on wiping and, and, and donating. I have um, two 360s and I have no attachment to the 360 because those failed on me repeatedly. Yeah, you went through a lot of them. I went through like six or seven. Yeah. And I, so I don't, I don't, I don't have an attachment to it because like 
my last 360 is from like 2012 or something. Um, it's not like, oh, my first NES that me and yeah, my brother right. played together as children. Um, so I don't have an, uh, so I have like two of those. I have a PS3, I have a Wii U, I have all this hardware picking, like collecting dust. I had a bunch of games that I like donated to game, I mean, not, not doing, I traded in to GameStop. And I'm like kind of at the point where I'm over that shit. And I, I will, I will buy. The, uh, the Breath of the Wilds, I'll buy the Yakuza Kiwamis of the world. I'll buy, like, the games that I hold near and dear to my heart. But, I mean, there are some games you can't even buy. Like, I'm not going to have a hard copy of Apex Legends. I'm not right. going to have a hard copy of Fortnite. I'm not going to have a hard copy of, you know, Battlefield Five Because, like, those are games that, in my in my opinion, aren't going to be like, oh, like, that's a game that I'll play in 20 years. Right, Because no. I might not be able to. The servers might be shut off or whatever the case may be. So, I'm over that kind of life, in a sense, um, but you know, to a degree, like you, I can't play Switch games. Um, I can play Switch games rather on the plane without an internet connection. That's kind of cool. That that provides a, a useful use case scenario. But even then, I'm downloading 95% of the games I buy on my Switch. Right? I've, I'm already downloading 95% of the games I play. Period. Like on my That's PC. True. Yeah. On my PC, I have no choice because I don't have a disc drive. But also, I you know, you buy everything through Steam and wherever. But the idea of ownership comes comes up again where you're like, you don't really own anything, and that's true. I totally agree. But at the same time, Google Stadia actually really, really excites me because the idea, uh, especially as someone who has to, like, worry about cloud saves and, you know, what mm. console am I playing on? I have to, like, you know, hook up different HDMIs to different capture boxes and record here and this and there, and I got to go back to the office and do that. Like, the idea of being able to play a game pick up on my phone while I go to work, then go to work, play it on my desktop, then like run into another room, the capture station, capture there, like without having to worry about, you know, updates, cloud saves, any of that bullshit and instantaneously jump into a game is really, really, really appealing to me. Yeah, it, that's the aspect that, I mean, I think that is the That's the, sim- yeah, yeah, that's, that's the selling that's point. That's the sell. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just think like the weeds is where people are getting confused and me... I'm I'm getting confused. Yeah, the, the we is me. No, yeah, I, <laughs> um, I totally get that. So yeah, I'm I'm mean, I'm excited though to see where this pushes the you know the the culture forward and the medium because like this there's gonna be a direct response to this. One hundred, especially once it gets some legs. Oh yeah, if it gets some legs. If it, if it gets some legs, which I think it will. It's fucking Google. The like the powerhouse. But they kill shit like crazy. They do. Yeah. Like this past week, they killed like. They killed Google. Was it was it Trips or something? And I liked mm-hmm. Trips. I was like, oh, that's cool. I, that's useful. Like, no. And they're like, no, nah, we'll cut that shit out. But they realized that Trips is probably like a, a percentage of their their bread. That's true. This is gonna be like this could a be a chunk. big money maker. Yeah, yeah. Bro, that's true. Yeah, I feel everyone like, has a phone. Yeah, and and most people play games now. And now more people are starting to get like you know they kind of falling out of that uh, iPhone. Yeah world you know like it's less appealing so i think a lot of people are coming over to android stuff and that's just gonna be it's gonna fall like dominoes man i i just see it going that way but yeah i'm excited to see what happens i mean there's there's not much we could do about it except for buy it or don't yeah I, i think right now especially like in our in our discord um certain people have been talking about their like data caps mm-hmm. and that, that's the thing that like we're fortunate enough not to have to worry about especially here in new york yeah and here in new york we have like 
pretty good internet yeah. and we have really solid internet and like i mean i just installed fios i have gigabit gigabit internet like i had to install something for like an, one of my drivers or something it was like 300 megs and it downloaded like that yeah. and it was like oh my god that's oh, what, beautiful what is this what like? is this yeah. and, I, and i'm hooked up to the ethernet too so like that's another thing but um yeah i'm 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 super super curious and like fascinated by this idea but also it sucks that it's such a niche product like that. It's it's not for everybody. No, it's like not. for me, it excites me. But for certain people in the chat and like certain people, you know, our listeners, they're like, I don't, I don't need Stadia, and yeah. it's true, you don't need. You Stadia. don't need this. This is one hundred percent a supplemental service as it stands right now. Right. Because like I think the games that they announced and they revealed were like, oh yeah, um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, a game that I already poured seventy hours into. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy that again. Or like Destiny. Well, Destiny is a different story, though, because Destiny for me is like, it's super fascinating because, first of all, Bungie is now publishing their own game, so they have their that's own true. rights to this shit, right? So they just revealed, like, cross-play, cross-save. Yeah, that that's the coolest part and of it. And that's like, oh, this is the future. Yeah, this is the future. Like, this is the future of, like, um, hopefully the future of not having to worry about all your, you will get a PS4 because I want to play Destiny with you. Or, like, oh, I don't have a PS4, I can't play Destiny with you. Like, that sucks. It would be sick if you can get, like, the PS5, right? And that's the thing, and it's maybe, like, modular, you just switch out one piece to buy the, the God of Wars and your, you know, your Horizons and stuff, and then you're using Stadia for everything Everything else. else. That would be, like, probably, like, my ideal stuff. Because, like, you know, you, you jump around all the time. Right. Like, if, especially if you're going to be paying a PC game, you might as well get it on Stadia. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious as how... So this is going to be a really uh, shift. It's going to be a huge shift. Wow, cue the music. What is that? Some fucking... Like freestyle? What is that? Da, da, da. I don't know. Is he listening to like, the Gladiator final, soundtrack? Final Fantasy <laughs> what the shit. fuck is that? Anyway. That's, hot. That's fire. This is going to be like a, a, a paradigm shift because it's like... Like you said, right? Oh, maybe I'll get the, the PS5 and for my God of Wars and my whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get Stadia for like Call of Duty and Destiny and like shared spe- shared experiences yeah. in multiplayer games. But what if it turns out it's the other way around, right? So you're like... Maybe the... So like the way the model has worked now and this probably won't happen for another 10 or 15 yeah, years sure. so i think everybody's okay for now but what if it turns out that you're like you know before you used to be like oh i can like th- let's say the average joe right mm-hmm. the average joe goes like our friends who play fifa or call of duty and that's all they play mm-hmm. we-, we go oh yeah like so if you want to play destiny right like, yo i think y'all should play destiny it's really dope and they're like all right what do i need their their conventional thinking will be oh I'll get a PS4 and then I'll get a PS Plus membership and then I'll you know then I can play with you guys, so you're, you're looking at let's say the PS5 costs or P, let's say right now PS4 you can probably get one for like 150 200 bucks or whatever right, then a PS Plus membership maybe you get the month or whatever, 9.99 or whatever it is, or you can go, nah man just sign up for Google Stadia, Stadia. take one of your old controllers play 10 bucks a month and we can I can play with all my PS4 and you'll play on Stadia. And you're good to go. So now they're going, what if that becomes the popular model? And then Sony and Xbox, they have to react. Because right now, the current model, as it stands, and probably won't be affected for another 15, 20 years or so. That's my kind of loose Mm -hmm. prediction. They're still going to be making their Xbox One exclusives, and their and their you know Nintendo's going to be doing their own shit in the corner. Like, <laughs> you know, don't have to worry about Nintendo. Eating paint chips. And yeah, stuff. they're gonna yeah they're gonna be eating paint chips. <laughs> um, but like, <laughs> but like you know, what if that really ha- forces um, them to react? And I, I feel yeah. like this is scary 
for multiple reasons because like as much as I'm excited about it, I'm also fearful of this you know, no console future where everything requires a subscription and a, a solid internet connection. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. but also, this is the kind of the thing I've been waiting for. Is like um, a thing that I don't have to worry about updates and and you know saving deleting games off of my hard drive you know what i mean so it was wild like because the other day i was thinking about this because i was at work Mm -hmm. and i was like damn we at work we have really good internet i was like it would be dope if i could just pick up and play some Sekiro right now oh my god you know like i would just bring my controller to work or just leave one there like we have a bunch of xbox controllers laying around work i'm like I could just use those. Or imagine, like, we have a game night here at my place. I'm like, yo, everybody, right. let's, like, everyone come over, let's play, you know, Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Or we don't need, to, I mean, you don't even have to bring multiple controllers. I can have two controllers here already. Right. And you guys are like, all right, cool, yeah, I'll be right over. And then you guys all have your, let's say you have custom characters or whatever. You guys all come. You don't have to worry about, like, syncing, updating, or whatever. You could yeah. even, I could even log out of my shit, log into yours, like, and instantly jump into a game as opposed like even last night i was like oh yeah let me jump into some apex i was like i, I really want to play some apex yeah. and it was like update required and i had to wait like you know i had to wait like 10 minutes 15 so i got up i got you know i got something to drink you know i did something for 10 minutes and came back like that will no longer be an issue yeah. if you're like if, you're, if stadia becomes your shit which is like pretty exciting man and i, I know there's a lot of like you know um skepticism skepticism of course, and, and rightfully be, so yeah. there should be skepticism surrounding this but um it's also scary, but it's also exciting, and, I, and I'm hoping that it kind of works out for the best, especially you know for for our case. I think it it, it could be kind of really cool and really really useful, and yeah. like, it, and I, I'm also up for like eliminating the barrier in terms of like at least the price point. Like most people have a solid connection by now. Like I think I think they said that you, you might you might require it, it requires at least like a 25 26 meg down connection, which is pretty standard by now I yeah that's say. like a middle package right yeah I mean, like most probably most people are like 15 yeah yeah so i mean it still might require like a bump in something but like yeah. I, I mean it's, it's kind it's of becoming cool. more affordable to be honest but yeah 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 i mean do what's what's right for you bro. totally I'm, I'm, I'm still excited though just to see what happens yeah same same um all right cool uh also one other thing i think it'd be cool if they did like an incentive kind of thing with um with uh stadia where like the people who are being loyal will get like a month for a friend like oh, oh here's a free cool. thing like a like a crunchy roll kind of thing they just kind of stack up in your profile that'd be great and you can just give out codes or you can use them yourself or yeah. you know like it would be dope like at least for the first couple years where they're like trying to get people on board and they just keep throwing it out and that way people can kind of like test it like without diving all the way in like well i just fucking spent two hundred dollars for this you that, know? that's why i think the um the three-month buddy pass is so genius because like i think that's cool and like, you're, you're definitely gonna get it so you, yeah homeboy's gonna get it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so yeah i feel like once i have that pass I'll, I'll give it to you and then i'll be like yo let's let, maybe it's not destiny maybe right. we're like yo like ma- imagine i'll be like yo you want to play some tech and real quick you want to play some striking by yeah sure <laughs> Yo, let's oh, play some yeah. Dragon Fighters. Like, gang, uh, can you leave us alone for a bit? <laughs> you leave me alone. Um, yeah, no, like, imagine that being yeah. the case, right? Where it's like, yo, or I'm at work and I'm like, yo, son, I got like 20 minutes. You trying to you trying to play Apex or whatever? And you're like, yeah, bet. And you just jump on. How fucking cool would that be? Just to yeah. instantly jump into that. That should be sick, man. So cool. So I'm I'm excited, but I'm also uh, cautiously optimistic. Absolutely. So um, I think our our oh, our second to last story was yesterday. They revealed or Saturday. If you listen to this on Monday. 
they revealed the uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order trailer. Yeah. That gameplay trailer was like 15 minutes or whatever. Um, you get a chance to see it? Yeah. So. What do you think? It's cool. Pretty cool, right? It's cool. Yeah. I, feel I like. I mean, I, I love a Star War. Yeah, I love. <laughs> I love me a Star War. Um. Yeah. It, it was cool to like, like this, this is the first time you're, like a have a lightsaber in a long time, right? Yeah. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. So that looked really cool. I like like the fact that like you're chopping these stormtroopers in half and stuff, and oh, it's like that. it's just like instantly they just fall. Yeah, like, yeah I love yeah, it. It's like, great. Oh yeah, that's that's the Star Wars I need. Yeah. Forrest Whitaker, young Stars Forrest Whitaker was weird. Oh, that's oh he is young. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess he's playing the same character. I would assume. So, is it Saul Guerrero? Stripped away. Um, that's the, <laughs> the difference. The, yeah, it's like, <laughs> the power of the Black of Panther. Of the Black Panther. <laughs> he's stripped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, 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 yeah, he just African does that. Accent, he did, yeah. well, he did that for the whatever that character was too. It's basically the same That's thing. That's true. Yeah, yeah, he's like wheezing all around. Yo, shout, you, uh, I love uh, Small shout out to Ghost Dog. Yeah, Ghost Dog, is fucking fire. classic. If you haven't bro. seen Ghost Dog, oh watch Ghost God, Dog. Watch that shit. Yeah, uh, I want a Ghost Dog game. It's fucking uh, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, but I want like I want like Dark Soul. Like I want you to I want to roll as like heavy Forest Whitaker in the like, project in the projects with bro. the hoodie on. Oh my god. Oh my god! Potato silencer. <laughs> it's such a good movie. Um, yeah, no, no, I, I'm I'm really pumped about this game. I, I feel like it makes me excited to see a return, or at least like a, another instance of a game that's like it. Rem- it actually kind of looks a lot like um, like a Sekiro or like a Dark Souls or even like a. I know that's kind of cliche to say, no, but, but yeah. like a God of War, which has also been inspired by all those games uh, or that that company's games. So it reminds me of that a little bit. I'm also really excited to play like a guided experience, like a linear experience. It was funny because like uh, my coworkers watching me watch it. He was like, "Oh, this is very like linear." Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> I, like, yeah. I missed that. It, it kind of reminded me of like if Uncharted met Sekiro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or Absolutely. It, or maybe it is like kind of like Sekiro, where it's like it's still linear, but you can still choose what paths where you, you want to go. Um, and I and I saw people talking about like the behind closed doors demo of like him fighting like. Adats and like you know taking down large things and like using i mean if it's also i Star forgot to mention story. it's um respawn who's making it right so like you know they know how to do movement we saw a little bit of wall running in that in that demo and that like pretty cool flipping and rolling around yeah that looks really cool so i'm i'm, I'm pretty excited about this yeah I, I was weird to like when he locked onto a character so like a stamina bar i was like wait what oh yeah what's happening here? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, that's where like the second row kind of like jumps out and they're playing with the with the the chemistry here, right? Like, there's a part where he, like, he saw something from, um, what is it, um, The Force Awakens, when he holds the, the, uh, the bullet, the, the, yeah, the, the laser, the laser, the yeah. blaster, and then he pulls a stormtrooper through the blaster. I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. That was pretty cool, cool man. yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's my shit right there. And, you know, when you see those purple staff dudes, you're like, oh, they're, they're up to no good. Yeah. He was, like, pulling them, and the guy was, like, like resisting. Yeah, that was so, so fucking cool. You can't get, not get excited for Star Wars shit. Yeah, I love Star so Wars. I'm, I'm into it. I want to see more. Yeah, same, same. Or just give me the game. Yeah, Either don't show game. me anything and just, like, put the game up. Yeah, this makes me not want to see, like, any more of right, it. Exactly. Like, let me just wait till the shit drops. Absolutely. Um, all right, and our last story for the week, uh, Splatoon 2's final Splatfest will be held in July as the game's post-release development winds down. So, um... We were just talking about We were just talking about this. Yeah, we were watching the little... The, the world... What was it? The, um... Nintendo like North American Championship or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty fun to watch. Like, seeing pro players play Splatoon 2 was, like, really fun. They're, like, really nasty at it. But, um, so the final Splatfest will happen in July. So it'll take place from July 18th to the 21st. And the theme is uh, Chaos versus Order. And um, there was, like, a really dramatic trailer that they released. 
and uh, <clears throat> it'll, it'll also be followed by a 5.0 update that will let players set up private Splatfests of their own, which I think is really fucking cool. cool. So I can imagine being like, let's have an optional one where it's like Paul versus Cam, yeah. or it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, it's like Stadia versus Xbox One. Or Mario something. versus Mario. Oh, shit. Yeah, word. Like, what else? Um... It's another one we had. Oh, hot showers versus cold showers oh in the summer. Oh, my God. That's got to be, like, number That's one. That's got to be number one, bro. That's the first one, bro. Especially in the summer. Are you kidding me? Uh, also, let us know what, what you do. If, you're, if it's hot, do you got Maybe that's our next audio question. Yeah. If it's hot, do you take a hot shower or a, or cold, a cold shower? shower? And let us know your logic yeah. behind it. Let's not lead the witness here. Unless yeah. you've listened to the show for a long time, you already know <laughs> our stances. You already know where um, we fall on this. But yeah, w- w- uh, what do you think about the the, the final Splatfest? I, I can't wait to join in because I've only played in two of them. Same. Like early on when the, the internet was free, uh, the, the online stuff was free. Yeah. Uh, and then I missed everything else after that. So now that I'm paying for it again and I'm playing it regularly, I can't wait. Yeah. I, like honestly can't wait. I'm going to probably pick the order side. Same. Whatever side I see is like least popular. Yeah, least popular. Yeah, I always do that. I, I mean, think even just from a, yeah, usually I, I think I think my tastes are so rigid that they they always wind up being the ones that are less popular. So it'll be I don't know. I forgot it was last time. One of the times I played, it was like ice cream versus cookies or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh, the one that's not ice cream. Because <laughs> um, like I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah, word. Uh, so yeah, I'll probably pick order just because you know I like a steady paycheck yeah, and I like gigabit internet. I don't want like fucking The Walking Dead. I want to go to the corner and get a nah, coffee. I'm not want... even that big of a Jeff Goldblum fan, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Very true. Um, all right, cool. So let's just keep rolling with the show. Uh, let's jump into questions for the week. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to send a question over to our email at questions at the optional.com. You could also drop them into our Discord in the questions channel, or if you're brave enough, send us an audio question like our, our friend Chase did. Um, so our first question for the week comes from Bo. Who right? He asks, um, marketing and hype buildup for games are completely different from any other type of media or product. With trailers and marketing starting years before release, do you think this is a good or healthy? Or do you think this is good or healthy for the games industry? So, specifically, them starting the years before. Yeah, like like two years sometimes, or even longer. I, I think it's like a it's kind of like a balance beam. It's like it's easy to fall off of that stuff. So like. I think that, you know, giving us a, a, a glimpse is healthy. Sure. Like, they did, like like uh, a couple years ago, they did the Metro Prime 5 or 4 or whatever it was, and we haven't heard anything since. Yeah. That could be a good thing, because the next time we see it, it's going to be a thing. I mean, it happened with Zelda, too, right? Zelda, People were like, right. oh, what's happening to Zelda? Like, why right. more Zelda? And then it came out, and it's like one of the best games that was ever made. Yeah, so I, I think like just giving us a glimpse into it would be great but when they do the i remember well so okay no man's sky was it oh my god that, that it was at every e3 for years yeah dude. you know yeah. and it was a small team and of course they wanted to show the game off but i think at the to the detriment it like it affected them you know totally. like yeah totally yeah so i i, I yeah i think a little bit of marketing in the in like years you know, throughout the years, is is, is nice. Yeah. Because I want to, you know, give me little updates, but I don't want to see you at every fucking conference. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I think I 100% agree with that because I, I feel like what makes, what sets games apart from, you know, other products, if, if you want to make the direct correlation to like movies, for mm-hmm. example, 
movies will take like maybe a few months max to shoot or unless it's like an avengers or something right. and it's like probably longer i don't know what the shooting's got or like if it's game of thrones it takes longer <laughs> <laughs> but like <clears throat> so we have to i think we're still coming to grips with the fact you know it's obvious that we're still coming to grips with the fact that games take mad long to make mm-hmm. right so like that's why you have these instances where people are crunching and leadership fumbles and make horrible decisions because they're always in this like time pressure right this like time pressure cooker and i think we need to be okay with games taking their sweet time unfortunately some or most developers and publishers don't have that luxury of time they don't have the luxury of like a nintendo to keep that shit in the oven until it's right and ready and just right Um, so they gotta drum up uh excitement for the game yeah because like you know they have to appeal to investors and like yo look we just got you know all these e3 awards so give us more money and like we'll we'll promise it'll sell this amount Mm -hmm. of copies so i think like there are certain things that have to change first before we like jump into the marketing side of things. I think that a lot of times there is a kind of disconnect between the marketing departments and the development side of things where you're like, these marketers will make horrible decisions with how they frame their, their or package a certain thing. And that has nothing to do with the guy who's like localizing it or the, or the person who's coding like, you know, or developing the, the systems or whatever. Right. So like, it's a little unfair and unbalanced in that sense. Um, uh, so yeah, it's, I think, I think it's, um, I think it's good if I had to pick like a, like a binary choice here. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's healthy that we drum up marketing hype and awareness around a certain product. I do think though that sometimes we shouldn't show a thing just to show it. Right. So like Anthem is a clear example of that. Um, and I understand that, like, you know, they probably had a people to answer to, like we said, and, and things to, to show and, and and check boxes off for. But, like, I do think, um, again, if we're holding, like, Nintendo as the prime example, like, sometimes they'll be like, oh, Mario is coming out in six months. And you're like, oh, shit, that's cool. Like, that's kind of, like, a sweet spot. Or like, even the Switch. Like, we knew it was coming for a while. We knew it was coming for a while. And then they announced it in, like, I think it was, like, October or something. And then it was, like, March. Like, oh, shit, okay, that's not that far away. Right. But, you know, when you have, I don't know, games can be so, so weird. And, and like, you know, we, we talked a little earlier, we touched upon the idea of, like, E3 spoilers as, like, a concept, which I think is so silly. But, um, you know, like, people putting so much um, energy and expectations around these games, uh, I think that is unhealthy. So I think that... Um, one of the things I, I mentioned last week as my feel in it, which was an interview with um, Humble the Poet, so maybe one or two of you might have listened to it by now, but he talks about how like one thing that you um, one thing you have control over is your expectations, and mm. like that usually directly impacts your happiness. And Absolutely. I think that if most people don't want to get disappointed or don't want to get bummed out, I think we're starting to see that with like you know countless games coming out and especially like live service games. And not being good until you know six months, eight months down the road. Yep. I think limiting your expectations is 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 healthy. It's the most healthy thing you can do. I think also not putting so much of your happiness into the outcome of a video game is also crucially important. Um, I get that you know it can be heartbreaking to find out a game that you love is or that you that you want to love. Um, it's maybe not good and, and maybe could have used more time to, to, to be worked on. Yeah. But, um, I think that is, on. I think, I think it's weird. It's like, it's a kind of like a yin and yang type situation where you're like, 
you're also a part of this situation here. You're 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 not like you're not innocent of right. this thing. Like so I think limiting your expectations can also be really really helpful. Yeah, that's that's good advice. Thanks. Um all right, cool. So that's um, a good question. Yeah, word. Thanks, Bo. So Chase sent us an audio question which I'm going to play off my phone because I might not have time to edit too much this week. So here it is. Hey guys, it's Chase. Which Nintendo E3 presentation do y'all like best? The core demo-pleasing, new Zelda, new Mario kind of presentation, above board, everything you expect, but still really satisfying? Or the weird Nintendo? The Wii Music kind of presentation where Shigeru Miyamoto gets up there with a peripheral and does his damn best to sell it to you as the next big thing. That's a good ass question. I kind of miss... I you know what's funny? Every once in a while, I'll actually go on YouTube and I'll watch that Wii conference where the dude is like with the vest on, barefoot, fucking jamming out on the crazy. drums, yeah. <laughs> and they're playing yeah. like the ding, doom, doom, <laughs> doom. It's like terrible sounding. I will watch that on occasion, um, but it's kind of sad because those kind of conferences. Also, Tim, my coworker, has a video coming out where he like has like a sort of eulogy for E3 press conferences because they don't really exist like that anymore. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it's kind of sad because like you, you miss those days where they were like awkwardly like going through puberty where they're trying to figure out how exactly to present this because what used to be a conference for the press and for like, you know, fucking executives from Best Buy who are going to be like, I'll order, you know, yeah, five seven, million yeah. <laughs> PlayStations. Right. It, what used to be that, is, you can see the, you can say the same thing about the Apple keynotes. Those have completely transformed into like straight up generating hype and talking directly to the consumer right um i feel like those don't those things don't really exist anymore and that's kind of what's happening with e3 conferences right like they're they're like more direct live streams or like the ea play thing we had yesterday which was like greg miller talking to people on a couch and it's like pre-determined questions yeah you know cue up the video like Look I kind of miss people that. standing in the hot sun. <laughs> God, remember EA, EA play? Oh my God, it bro. was not fun, bro. Yeah, me and Paul Ugh. went to EA play and we were over it immediately. Immediately, bro. <laughs> like we were in the line to get in. And I was like, "Yo, you want to dip? Yeah, get some tacos or some <laughs> shit." Because because it was like the line wrapped around the block, and we and we thought we were early. And we were yeah. like, "Yo, let's just go chill." And yeah, that was not fun. We were um, sitting in the Hollywood funk. Just to play Need for Speed, <laughs> it's like no, I'm good. I, I'll, oh, I'm okay that with bummer of a game. What yeah. happened to that game? I had had some hopes for that game. Yeah, me too. But I um, want Need for Speed needs a one. It needs one. Yeah, we need we need some speed. But to go back to Chase's uh, question, uh, I think I like the weird. Me too. Uh, if if they could bring that back, oh that'd God. be sick, man. Like I need, I, I like more like Labo shit. Like yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I like when they go off the rails, and I I think that's why I like the nintendo setup and i think more companies are going to start to follow like the fact that they have their little keynotes throughout the year yeah what they call directs directs yeah um throughout the year i think that's just a smart thing because they can make sure like yo we're doing this for an hour and change and we're just going to focus on this thing we're not going to talk about splatoon this time so in three months now you get your splatoon you get your marios you get you know yeah. the stuff that's already out and then you get other shit you know down the line so they do that like four times a year say like, I love that stuff, but I want like one of those to be a weird one. A weird, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah, give yeah. me something fucking wild. Yeah, I want that paint chip eating <laughs> weirdness. Weird, weird. Yeah, yeah. It kind of goes back to our last question too, where like I think you're right. I think having multiple directs throughout the course of the year sort of like releases the pressure of the yeah. hype easily, more easily. 
Because I think if you just like wait on one time a year to like to put all your best out yeah. there, like that's kind of not the way to go. That's why I think Xbox has been doing the you know for better or for worse their their what is inside Xbox showcases yeah. or whatever, and then PlayStation now is doing the the state of play or whatever it's called. Um, also, by the way, I forgot to mention Tetris Effect is on on sale. I think it's still on sale. Go buy that game. I is love it? that game. Yeah, it's like twenty three bucks or something like that. I think it was like or thirty three bucks. That's awesome. Buy it. It's a good game. My favorite game of last year. Um, but uh, also, it was in the Striking Vipers episode. Watch that. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It was the boring game. I was like, "Fuck you, Black <laughs> Nerd." Um, also, Tetris turned thirty five this this week. Oh wow! Pretty happy wild. birthday! Yeah, happy birthday, to Tetris, my my love. Um, so. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I, I love Weird Nintendo. I wish I kind of wish they would bring... I mean, it's weird now, too, because we don't have Reggie anymore to come out on stage and be, like, the fan favorite. We have... I mean, they they were cheering for Bowser, Doug Bowser, yesterday on at the, the championships or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I miss those wacky, weird old conferences where, like, the guy would come up stage from, like, Battlefield and the video wouldn't play, and he's like, oh, are we done? Are we good? And he would just walk... He's like, no, no, we're trying it again. <laughs> I kind of miss those awkward, like, you know, missteps. Yeah. But I also kind of don't because i feel like what what the cool thing about and everyone is i mean even i have taken a cue from the nintendo directs with like our heads up video series where i i tell you everything that happens every week shameless plug and i feel like it's a very uh straightforward you know direct it is uh to consumer wow i feel like a fucking tech bro right now straight to go to market uh you're talking directly to the people you want to talk to and you're not you're not drumming up this hype where like even yesterday with the EA Play thing where like I mean Greg Miller love him or hate him he was like how do we feel LA and they're like yeah like I don't want to do I mean even even us when we were at the Xbox uh, briefing two years ago he'd be like yeah how do we feel and they, they had the people in the front yeah, row going crazy. with the same t-shirts on like yeah. a fucking like a, like a mega church yo and they were all cheering and like passing out and they were like he was whipping them with a yeah, suit jacket and shit like, and I look at this Porsche yeah yeah <laughs> World premiere of a Porsche that none of you broke bitches can afford. You can't even afford oh a... <laughs> Zooming in that guy. Yeah, you can't even afford a $500 Xbox yeah, One X, bro. For real. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't want to... I mean, I kind of want to see more of the, like, hey... And it also will save... I'm sure it'll save them money not to have a fucking coliseum full, full of, people, of people. And then, right. like, Terry Crews on screen and shit, like, with but fireworks. It's not saving the money. It's making the money. That's true, man. Because now that it's, like quote-unquote like open to the public them tickets are crazy bro that's wild those those whole weekend ones yo think about that please like so like conventions Mm -hmm. conventionally have been you see what i did there bars i I really appreciate that so like you know you go you buy a ticket and you're going for like a fan experience yeah you're going to comic-con to see norman reedus Mm -hmm. and fucking high five him or whatever <laughs> and then, so, and you're going to a panel with them to right. to interview them and question them. At E3, you're not really getting that, and nope. and you're you're waiting in line to play a five minute demo. Right. Um. You are if waiting in line lucky, to get some swag. Yeah. If you're lucky, you 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 opened up the PlayStation app and you booked the fucking ten o'clock appointment to see Monster Hunter, or whatever. Yeah. Um. And you sit in a theater and watch people play a game for you. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's 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 weird. I mean, and you also have like the opportunity to go get free shit, like free fucking foam fingers and fucking keychains or whatever. But like, it's but just there, there it's is so nothing weird. to buy there. There right? is. With, oh yeah, yeah, in, weird, the, in the weird front part, but yeah. like, it's not like Comic Con where you can go to Artist Alley and like, right, you, you're not gonna meet, you're not gonna stand in line to meet Greg Miller, right, or you're not right. gonna meet Hideo Kojima, you're not gonna meet all the faces that you love and know. 
there's no like outlet for that. Right. Well, I I think they did have like certain panels, but again, they were like, let's look at the trailer for yeah, fucking right. this game. Yeah. No. No. They had panels, but I mean, like, you're not getting artwork signed and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. this is just a weird thing. So it doesn't quite uh, translate. Yeah. Like the the conventional convention doesn't translate to E3 as well. Bars. Yeah. I I do think that like this see this year's E3 will be pivotal and I'm so like I'm like what's the word I'm looking for? I am um stoked. Stoked, uh, but no no no, like morbidly curious. Oh. Cuz I'm curious to see like how E3 Dies. begins to die, yeah, or begins to like evolve, yeah, because like it here's the moment where it either sinks or swims. Because oh, absolutely, PlayStation pulled out, um, and you know, EA Play has has always been something different. Um, you know, uh, Stadia is not even showing up. They're like, yo, we're Google, here's a YouTube video, you can buy that shit. Um, yeah. so like, is, is there a future for E3, or if there is a future? Does it just become Comic Con? Does it become a, 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 a an event where, right. uh, like, I mean, I, I, the press is still going to go, but of is there still going to like? Can there be something else for press? Even if it's like a day off for press for people to so just walk around, we'll still have appointments and stuff. But like, I don't know, man. It's a weird fucking machine that I can't fucking really get a grasp of. I uh, I give it three years. Really? I give it three years after this year. You think oh. it'll go away? Yeah. I think, or at least it'll it won't be what we know as as um, E three, like what we currently see it as. Right. It's going to be either something very way smaller, or just like the behemoth that is Comic Con. Like yeah. you're saying, like you know. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I think it's three years of this, and then we're we're done. Yeah, it's 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 weird, man, because it used to be this like once in a year. Yeah, it's not a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's a Super Bowl, and now maybe it's it's not going to be that anymore. Nah, I'm probably not. Yeah, probably not. Let us know what you think in the Discord. I'm so curious. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. All right, jumping into feeling it. Feeling it is where we take one or two things that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Yeah. So, um, I've been on this journey. I talked about it like a couple shows back. It was a while ago, but um, talking about like watching bad movies and how much I love them, like. I just love shit movies. Like, I'll watch anything. I love it. Yeah, 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 Love it. And I'm not saying, like, these movies are shit, but the... There's a camp the genre, Right, exactly. There's a camp element. But um, I love the Predator genre. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you saw the last one, The Predator. With Adrian Brody? No, no, no. That was Predators, and that's Jesus. my feeling. It, but uh, Predator, The Predator, oh. um, it, it came out, like, maybe a year ago, two years ago. Um, and it's on HBO right now, and it's fun as hell. It's with uh, Keegan Mike Michael Key. Oh, Olivia Munn. She, I remember Olivia she Munn's in it. She's great it. in it. Yeah, yeah. It's like I was like, oh shit, look man, still got some chops. <laughs> um, yeah, a bunch of other people are in it, but it's like it's very aware of what it is. Mm. It's like, oh, this is just a campy bullshit movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that movie is fun. It's a bad movie, but it's good. Uh, and then they just added um, Predators, which is a phenomenal movie. Wow. And that's the one with Adrian Brody. See, I remember, I remember like that flew completely under the radar. It did. It has um, what's his name? Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne's in it. Uh, Topher Grace is in it. Um, Mar- Mahershala Ali's in it. What? Yeah, early. Mahersh is in Mahersh. it. Damn. Yeah, he's he's uh he's in it. It's really good. Um, a bunch of other people are in it, but it, it's 
fucking a great predator movie i'm like yeah why don't they just go back to this formula yeah yeah of making it like like a slaughterhouse yeah like yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's almost not not horror but like it was just like it was straight action but like there was a scared element i was like i don't know what's gonna happen but i hadn't seen it in a long time and yeah. i was like man why did I think this movie was bad? Like it's it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should make a Until Dawn Predator game. Tell me Ooh, you wouldn't play that shit. I would. Like I'll play anything though with like that style. A team of commandos, and you maybe maybe you shoot, maybe you don't. But like, yeah, just see them all get picked off one by one. But it could always end differently. Yeah. Like maybe Mahersh. Ooh. Maybe the, it's Brody. Maybe it's Brody. Um. They. Uh. I had a idea. I tweeted it like weeks ago, but it was. Um predator but john wick oh so like oh, it's you're, him you're the pre- you're the predator right you're following the predator the whole time but he's like john wick style like he's he, got motivation he's motivated he doesn't want to be a predator oh shit yo and he's just like yo i'm just trying to travel the universe find a family and shit or like he had a family because we never see the that's true the, the females of the species right yeah. Or are they asexual? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, they, we can sort that out later. Yeah, yeah. But he's like on the run from other elite predators. And then, because they, they introduced that, like, there's two class of predators. It was like the Is smaller it in ones. Two? No, uh, in pre- uh, the predators. Oh, in predators. Yeah, there's like oh. giant ones that like kind of rule over everybody. And there's the ones that like. If my friend of my friend is my enemy, you know, whatever the enemy of my friend is my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. whatever I, that I don't know, man. Enemy of my enemy it's is my friend. School, bro. There we go. Yeah, I blame the public school system. But uh, yeah, so he's on the run from them, and also human, uh, fucking ninjas and stuff, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the lore of this is like blowing my mind. Right now. Human elite like ninjas army dudes, you know, yeah, like yeah. so he's just like John wicking it up, but with like Fight predator everybody. stuff. Yeah. yeah, with like predator lasers and. And like that, that net he had in AVP, that like fucking went into the alien. That has a lot of potential because then you could. I mean, obviously we already know this exists in the alien universe. Yeah. So you could introduce them at some point. Maybe make a buddy cop movie. Yeah. There's, alien. There's and one Predator. alien. It was the alien that got sucked out from Alien oh, Revelations. What was right. it called? Revol. I think it was Revolution. The no. Revelations. I think it was it. Or no, 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 Resurrection. Resurrection. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. The one that got sucked, his fat got sucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was half human. Oh, someone fucked an alien. Ripley had baby. She had an alien baby. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Damn, I forgot all the lures. <laughs> I forgot all the lures. Yeah, so like maybe they Shit. buddy cop it up and they John John wick it up together. Yeah, why is it always gotta be versus? Like, why can't it be and? and you know what I mean? Yeah. Alien and predator. Fuck man. I think we just I think we kind of just gave away uh, a billion dollar idea. But anyway, go watch Predators. Yeah. It's great. It's fun. Topher Grace is amazing in it. He's yo, he slept on man. Super slept. You seen um, Black Klansman? No, I haven't watched it yet. You seen that's, Black Klansman? That's on uh, HBO as well. I, I have it in my queue though. Yo, that's a good ass movie. Yeah, I've been waiting to uh, to watch it, but you know, yeah, Spike Lee. I girl like, be falling asleep and shit. <laughs> I thought Spike Lee was kind of you know. He was, you thought it was a rap for him? Thought, you know, he wasn't yeah. quite hidden like he used to, and then he came out with this, and I was like, mm, okay, still got it in him. Yeah, um, but. That's cool. I'm, def- I'm definitely curious now because I have because this one came out before the new one. Yeah. So I'll definitely watch this before the new. This one. This is one they were taking it a little bit more serious. All right, I'm I'm with that. Um, all right, cool. My, I have a dubla this week. I have another two two for, uh, two for Grace. Um, <laughs> the first one is a is a movie that came out on Netflix a while back with uh, Ali Wong and Randall Park. Yeah. Um, Ali Wong, if you don't know, is a hilarious writer comedian. 
Um, and Randall Park is just like he's just a hilarious uh, he's awesome. comedic actor as well. Yeah. And um, they made a movie together that, which I found out, uh, my girlfriend told me they wrote together like years and years ago. They they had come together for like some sort of group, like some uh, comedy group or whatever, where they were trying to like change the representation of like you know how they were seen in the media, whatever, whatever. So um, it's like a it's a kind of paint by numbers rom com, yeah. uh, boy meets girl. They fall up, you know, they lose touch. They come meet together again. And they sort of like learn to you know have a relationship you know you, you know what to expect here but the beats are are pretty funny yeah. like they're they're pretty they're pretty hilarious like it's a really cool story that takes place also like it's like a love letter to the bay area so a lot of like bay area like hip-hop and randall parks in a band where he like raps or whatever and um it's really cool man it's like a really fun uh really fun rom-com if you're into those kind of things um also, just really fun cast. There's also another comedian in there. I forget what her name is, but she's like the friend of Ali Wong. I've seen her stand up before. She's hilarious. She also like really, really um, makes a huge contribution to the film in, in many ways. So, uh, also, Keanu Reeves is in it, and it's he steals that fucking whole set of scenes. <laughs> so good. Uh, so yeah, check it out. I, I know it's gotten a mixed reaction. I I had a lot of fun with it. Just put your fun time hat on yeah, and just and check I it love out. So good. And then my other one is uh, is an album from an artist that I've loved for the past few months. I only, I only recently discovered her. Uh, her name is Ravina. She's a, like an Indian American uh, singer, like R&B, sultry singer. Mm-hmm. But yo, her voice is like this airy, very like, um, almost like ethereal sounding voice. Ooh. And uh, I, I found her on that YouTube channel, Colors, mm-hmm. which I fucking love. I also re- I recommend that like months ago. Um but her new album is called Lucid. It's on Spotify. I, I don't know. It's probably on everything else. But um, check it out. It's like a really cool album to like cool down to or put on while you're cleaning the house, which I've done a couple times by now <laughs> while I'm unpacking shit. Um, really, really cool stuff. Or if you just fell in love. If you fell in love and you, or you find in love or you're trying to find love, Ooh. check out this album. Um, it's really, really good. Also, we've, we've forgotten to mention last week and this week, it's Pride Month. So it is. Shout out Yo, to shout all out, the LGBTQ. Shout out to the homies. Plus. Yeah, shout out to the homies. Um, that's you know, parade in town. Where it really is. It's, <laughs> it's phenomenal. All you fucking and that's haters. it. Like Puerto Rican parade was yesterday yeah, or yeah. day before, mm. and that shit was popping. So oh, you know it? when I say yeah, that, we have high standards. For yeah, the, we got the Halloween one too. Yeah. If you've never been to a New York parade, yeah, just start with the the. Pride Parade. Pride Parade is good. Yeah, Pride Parade is like it's 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 dope. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's dope because like they literally go like all out. All like everybody's out. all in for it, and I, I love seeing that. Word, stuff, so. word. So shout out to everybody out there, the LGBTQ plus community. We yeah, love word. y'all. Uh, y'all are welcome here. I also, I also want to make a revision on my last uh, feeling. It last week, I said some non facts. Uh, so I said that the um, Central Park Five. They were in jail for like 27 years. It was 13 years. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 12 was served for one of the guys. And then the other ones got out like the earliest someone got out was six years, I believe. Hmm. Um, still, but yes, though, still, still a, though. a very long time. Way too, way too long. Yeah, way too long. But uh, also watch that. Yeah, I need to watch that. Still it, haven't watched it. It's going to make you depressed, but I think it's important. Yeah, it's one of those. Watch it, yes. Yeah, important watches. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. But um, if we're watching fucking Jeffrey Dahmer and fucking yeah, and, facts, and the other guy, like you can make time if, for this. Yeah, shit. if you can watch people get murdered, word, you know, and it's a true story, you can you can watch this. I don't want to hear the excuse like oh, I don't want to see that. Like yeah. yes, I know you don't want to be depressed, but watch that shit. Watch that shit. Yeah. It's important to know that shit. It's word. very good. Um, 
All right, cool. Uh, before we wrap up the show, how can the people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at CappyCantLose, C-A-P-I-C-A-N-T-L-O-S-E. Um, yeah, hit me up. Nice. What about you? I'm uh, Pauli Mayo, P-O-L-I-M as in Mario, A-Y-O. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Although, I, I mean, yeah, maybe follow me on both this week because I'm definitely going to be posting from E3. Yeah. Um, and then we're also going to try to have a show next sun or next saturday or sunday i might yeah. i might even post it on sunday or whatever just to get it out there as quick as possible because i think i'm gonna call cam from la and we're and just we're gonna just record gonna try the call. we're gonna work it out yeah, we're work it out um maybe so, maybe do some uh live twitter and oh yeah you, you better believe remember we did that that was that worked oh, out yeah like a live stream yeah if i have some time maybe i'll do just that just walking around maybe on the maybe follow In us your on breaks uh, or something like that you know? yeah follow me or, or or the optional twitter account which is the optional nyc on twitter uh, I'll probably stream from one of those two, yeah. and maybe I'll just answer some questions or whatever. Maybe, you know, tell me what, ask me some questions, send me what you think or whatever. We can just talk it out live. Um, the uh, If you have any questions for us, send them over to questions at d-optional.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we're also on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, and Spotify. If you could take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes, though, really, really, really helps us yeah, out. Yeah, that really does uh, help us out. Yeah, um, it gets a scene. Yeah, thank you to everyone who's been reviewing it. it yeah, really we, means a lot to us. It's awesome that you guys like you know. Yeah, respond. Where we love the support, and if you want to support us even further, you can um, donate to the show by going to our anchor profile at anchor.fm/slash/theoptionalpodcast. Or I'm sorry, anchor.fm/slash/theoptionalpodcast. And there's a little supporter button. You can click to, to donate a dollar as low as a dollar a month. Um, it really, really helps us out. I'm actually gonna quickly look up our newest sponsor and shout you out because you are the oh we got we got another i'm just i'm sorry i'm, I'm looking through my email real quick oh do you feel that cool the breeze. breeze here we go shout out to murray yo dollar yo we appreciate that love baby murray appreciate it is that like the hair cream murray's or like murray murray hill oh murray hill not, not a bad area um a lot of bro dudes. Shout out to Murray. Of, yeah, shout out to Murray, especially. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We really, really, really appreciate it, as well as everyone else, too. We're trying to save up for a new piece of equipment. Equipment? I can't even say it. Equipment. Equipment. Uh, that's the French version. Um, so thank you so much for helping us get there. Um, and if you want to check out the site, it's theoptionalpodcast.com. That's where you can find the show and share it with your friends. Uh, again, we're on social at The Optional NYC. That's on Facebook and Twitter. And our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. You can find them on Twitter at underscore L-E-V-I-P-A-C-K. And before we jump into our spoiler chat yes. for Striking Vipers, we're going to take a quick break. But for everyone else who's listening to the show up to this point, thank you so much. And we'll see you on the other side of E3. Peace. Peace. All right, jumping into our spoiler chat for Striking Vipers, the first episode of the latest season of Black Mirror, which is available on Netflix now. Is it a Netflix exclusive, or is it like a BBC-produced thing that comes to Netflix? I forget. No, it's a, it's a Netflix. It's a Netflix thing, right? Yeah, it's a Netflix thing. Um, yeah, so uh, for those of you who, who have seen it, hopefully, um, Striking Vipers was a really interesting take on like what the future of games could look like mm-hmm. for a couple reasons that I thought some of which were pretty humorous like i love the idea that he basically had stadia like he didn't have the console was like the controller we right. like to believe but the idea that they still came on like switch cartridges <laughs> was kind of funny to me is like you have this weird ocular implant with like lifelike vr but you still require a cartridge which i thought was funny but i also understand it's like a visual medium yeah he has like, to have something to hand to explain him. here's yeah. the prop you right. know what i mean also it ties back to like when we were kids we used to play this thing together right um, but what do you think of uh, stri- let's start with the basics 
What'd you think of um, at least the the game aspect of it? Like, were there things that sort of struck you that stuck out that stuck out to you? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to talk about it without like taking everything out. But no, you can go for it though. Uh, it just like I think the setup was very well done because um, they gave you all the information that you needed. But I I thought that the the game itself was cool. It, it was it was cool to see like you know two young adults under 30 yeah partying playing games like and you, they can coexist yeah they yeah, can yeah. coexist and like you can have we've all lived with the homie and his girlfriend you know like yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like you know you you, you you finding that time to like you know be quote-unquote an adult and you know still having your hobby that you love Word. um it, it's just so interesting to see that on screen because it, it was like oh shit my life <laughs> like yeah, you know yeah, like for real, yeah for just real. seeing it thrown up on the wall it was really interesting yeah. and then having that jump to the uh i guess it was 10 years or something like that yeah like 11 years something like that something like that and they're in their their uh mid-30s and uh life is just like slowed down a bit you have a family and you know your, your friends grow apart yeah um and it's just like i don't know it just felt real in that aspect of like you know we all go different branches and stuff right and then to have your homie come over and like, yo, let's play some fucking games, man. This is yeah. what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit's awesome. I, I think it's, it. I think, yeah, so I 100% agree with everything you said. <clears throat> I also really did appreciate the um, the level of like maturity of, in portraying what most gaming setups are like, especially mm-hmm. like as, as they fit into your social and professional life. Like we saw Anthony's Mac, Anthony Mackie's character who, by the way, I love Anthony Mackie. So I'll good. watch him in everything. Super underrated. Super underrated. Um, I'm super glad he's going to be a uh, very prominent superhero for those who don't know yeah. already. Um, yeah. So it was really nice to see him get some more things to play with outside of the, just like, you know, I'm Cap's best friend, yeah. and all, but also like, you know, the, the occasional, like, really deep story about something this was like a really personal like on the ground type story and yeah like he you know he, he gets home he he plays tetris effect which also yes it's one of the greatest games ever made um and yeah it's a it's a very it's a very common story of like you know finding the spark again and something that excites you right and like in this particular case we're like jumping into the story he um it's sort of it's, it's it's I think it's handled really well. I thought some of the visual effects were kind of laughable, but they're kind of like just very campy. You have to like really yeah. you know, laugh at them at, at you know to to a degree. And um, also, it had the girl from um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Is that her? That's her. Is that the actor? Yeah, the one with the like the 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 antenna, the, men, the mental okay, one. Yeah, yeah, Mantis or whatever. Mantis. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, oh shit! Yeah, that, that was makes her. perfect sense. Though. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, it, it was really cool to see, and also that's Black Mana, his best friend. He was in the the Aquaman movie. Oh, really? The other guy. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool, mm-hmm. cool. So yeah, it, it was cool to see how like they planted certain seeds in the beginning of the of the episode mm-hmm. that then would like pay off later. So you see him in the beginning, they're out with their friends when they were younger at the club, and he you was you're assume you're led to believe oh, this motorcycle passed by. Parker boys. You, you're led to believe that. Um, he's meeting her for the first time and then it turns out they were role-playing mm-hmm. like the role-playing was a thing that was like exciting, exciting for them right. you know at that part of their relationship and they used to be like you know really attracted to each other physically and, and this and that and then they had like i think they had a, a kid right mm-hmm. afterwards and um and they were s- trying for another one 
Yeah, they're trying for another one. And uh, at that point, they're kind of like, they hit a rut. They're, they're kind of day in, day out, just really doing the, the, the least amount of effort, mm-hmm. and at least in pouring, at least Anthony Maggie's character was. And um, it, that's a thing that happens in, in, in adult yeah, relationships. The, the love will always still be there, but right. it's, it's human nature to get used to things yeah and yeah, yeah. that not being exciting like you're never you're never gonna have the same physical attraction to one person right you just it's just i mean you can't i'm not yeah, saying yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. but i mean like you know it's, it's rare. tough you it's have tough. to work right. at it absolutely and um yeah so th- there's a scene uh after the the flash forward where we see them having a barbecue and uh, it's for their kid's birthday party or something like that and um anthony mackie's character gets introduced to the boyfriend of a friend of his and he's like this square ass dude with glasses on and he kind of resembles like uh anthony mackie in the sense of like the style mm-hmm. like, he's, he's at the grill like grilling up burgers like kind of straight shorts. up dad yeah dad mode <laughs> activated and what's cool is like he so he's like oh like you know he's into bikes or whatever and then she finds she she looks over and her kid is fighting with the other kids and he's like oh one second so she runs off and like so they're you're they're planting a seed there where the kids are fighting and they're sort of like they are that's how boys at least bond right, right. like you fight you and you fight, tease each yeah. other and you push each other in the dirt and there's like a there's like a it's weird but there's a level of affection there like it, it, it's kind of unspoken mm-hmm. but it's there and she's trying to like stop it she's, she's already trying to like you know cut, it, s- off, cut yeah. it off and like no don't do that and so then we cut back to anthony mackie and then uh he's like oh so like you know like motorcycles or whatever. He's like, no, just bikes. He's like, just bikes. It's like so, he, he gets a peek at what he could become, right? And that's like kind of frightening for him. And then it, there's also a scene in that where uh, he's just uh, the other, his, I guess that guy's wife or whatever is like kneeling in the grass. Oh yeah, yeah. And he gets a sh- cr- uh, shot of her ass crack, and he's just like kind of staring, like dazing off, and like that little bit of excitement is what is will keep him going is it fucking is this weird thing that you know like that's all he needed like was like a glimpse of an ass crack just (laughs) be like oh shit yeah yeah i haven't seen you know like you know haven't gotten like that type of thing that feeling of like lust right yeah exactly and then his so then his friend from 12 years ago whatever comes by to the to the you know to the uh to the barbecue and um he's talking to him about like uh well first of all he gives him a gift and he's like oh it's like I don't know if that happens before or after he like they kind of talk about the date or whatever that he's no, gonna after, be on. Uh, this happens before. before. He gives him the gift right away, pretty much. So yeah, so he gives him the gift, which which comprises of the game they used to play when they were younger. And he, there's a scene earlier we've got to mention where they're playing it and they're like really like they're like you know kind of roughing around with each other and there's like it's again it's that like you know boy rough housing rough housing yeah. shit right and um and then the, the the girlfriend at the time she comes in and like kind of stops it or whatever tells him to keep yeah. it down and again it's like hey stop doing that that's not right. Um, so we flash forward, he gives him the game and, oh, Hey, it's like the newest iteration of striking vipers, which is like a street fighter knockoff that we're like, you know, we're, we're playing for the, for the sake of the episode. Yeah. And, um, so, and he's like, Oh, and it also has this like v- optional VR component where you put a thing on your temple and you can like jump into the game. It's lifelike. It's really cool. You're, you're, you're the character. You can feel everything. And, um, like very like matrix style. And he's like, Oh yeah, we should play sometimes. Like, All right, cool. And um, and then afterwards, he's showing him like his his the date he's about to go on. He's like, "You look at this girl; she's hot, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." And then the girlfriend comes in. He's like, "Yo, yo stop, stop, stop! Yeah. yeah, cut that shit out." It's like cut the fun, shut the fun down. And his wife's like, 
have to shut the fun down. Right, right, right. yeah. And, and it, it's again, it's like it's the it's the fear of being like, hey, stop that. Right. It's, it's that thing again. Because like, even hey, if you it. go back to the the before scene when they were younger, she doesn't even shut down the fun. She's just like, yo, keep quiet down. down. Right, yeah. Right. She's like, you got to keep playing till the morning or that's whatever. True, like, I'm not true. telling you what to do. Just quiet down. Right. It's this weird like thing because I noticed that right off the bat. I was like, oh, she's not really a stickler. Like, she's not a hard ass. No. Not at all. I, to, to be honest, she was probably like my favorite character Absolutely. in the episode because she she also had a really cool arc where like you know in the beginning you know where she she's trying to figure out like what's wrong throughout mm-hmm. the course of the episode and what's wrong is Anthony Mackie's character not um, communicating being with himself. yeah being honest with himself first right and then having the courage to be honest with his with the with the love of his life with right. his partner who he loves right but so then. Yeah, this episode was like, first of all, it was hilarious yeah, it was for good. so many reasons. It was really good, um, but it was also like a really cool introduction for for probably a lot of people out there into like the idea or the concept of non monogamy, but also the concept of like uh, a potentially being bi, mm-hmm. but also being non binary. Right. So like, there's a really interesting um, invest, like I, I would say, like uh, exploration into this concept of i find this exciting right but also like it's not it's first of all i guess they're like oh am i am i gay it, it, it was funny it was like all right so all yeah, right they, yeah. they plug in the game they, they get on it one night and they're fighting with each other and they're playing uh the characters that you used to play it's like a female character and a male character and uh you know they they get into like a grapple and then they just start kind of making out yeah, and it yeah, gets yeah. weird, and they just like log off. Yeah. So, uh, like he's like, "Yo, like my bad, like you know, like yeah, I, yeah, I was drunk. Yeah, was, I was drunk. You know, like just playing it off because you're like, what the fuck? What just happened? I don't want to really address what happened. I don't want right. to be like, yo, we, I don't want to do that, or I do want to do that. Right. And then they log in the next day. He's like, I'll only play for a couple seconds, and then they just kind of go right at it. And then <laughs> this is a really funny moment where. Uh, they're just sitting down after they have sex, and uh, in the in the game world, and he's all, uh, I guess we're gay now. <laughs> I love that shit because like a lot of people don't know what it could be. Like right, you don't right, know right. how you feel in that moment, or you know, right. like you don't know how to describe that thing. Right. Whatever right. that was, you don't know how to describe it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I put it on Twitter. I was like, "What's the sexuality where you smash your homie <laughs> through VR? VR? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what is that? Because they're not they're not gay, and it's like yeah. they're not. You know, it doesn't matter really what they are. Yeah, yeah. It, it that's I think that's the 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 main lesson here is like it doesn't matter. Mm-mm. And also like the the pressure of you know first coming to grips with that and having. Um, I forget the other actor's name, but he he's been in a bunch of other stuff. He's yeah. like he's he's a great actor. Yeah, he was in uh he's Black Manor. Great. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Um he, he, having him his character be like wanting to continue to pursue it, but the idea of pursuing it in secret um is kind of wrong. It's it's kind of messed up because you're lying. You're effectively lying to your partner who kind of deserves to know the truth, right? Right. And and uh what we learn in the end, like cut to fast forward to the end is that there's there's that scene where like, you know, you if you're listening to this, you've probably watched it by now. But when they're at the dinner table for their anniversary, which he forgets, mm-hmm. um, because he's so consumed by the, it's it's like it's like an addiction to porn. Like it's it, he he behaves like an addict where he does it in he does it in secret. He does it out of sight, and you know, like she comes home from her 
soiree thing and he turns off his phone to act like he's sleeping it's like he's having an affair but he's mm-hmm. also he's like he's it's like he's addicted to porn which this kind of is for right him. yeah and um because it's not real technically quote-unquote real like he's not actually right. having intercourse, intercourse but there is a betrayal of trust here where he's becoming intimate with someone he has to bar the door and... yeah yeah he has to like do it in private and yeah. in secret and there's a part of the dinner table where she's like there's like something's wrong because you haven't touched me in this amount of time and you know you, you're kind of withdrawn now and we're trying to have a, another baby but you're not you you can't do it and she asks him like is there something wrong like what is it and he's and like she's nothing like wrong. it's me yeah she thinks it's her and that's like the, the saddest part mm-hmm. and anthony mackie's character has to like put on the front of like no th- nothing's wrong it's just like i'm tired i'm tired and and at that part i was like screaming at the tv just like say, just say it yeah. idiot like tell her the truth idiot and it 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 escalates to a point where you know they get into the fight. He that that was probably my favorite scene in the rain. When yeah, he's like, like after the dinner when the guy when his best friend was being very pushy. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, it yeah. because the best friend unfortunately had a like he was more free, but he's not going right. to out his friend because it's like we're only doing it in secret because you need to do it in secret. Right, you right, know, right. like. He's like, I don't see anything wrong with this. Yeah, yeah. And like, there isn't. <laughs> and that, and that's the it. parallel to their lives, right? You can tell, like, when he goes back, he's like the bachelor dude. He has a nice crib. He's going on dates with these like model-looking chicks, and he's still unhappy. Right. But it's just like this weird parallel. It's like, yo, no, nah, I just want to play games with you. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh wow, shout yeah, out to DJ Khaled over here. Oh my god, are you gonna park right outside right now? We might have to take a quick break. Oh my god. Wow. We gotta take a break. Where do you live? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he just wants to play games with his, his boy. Um and it, it Yeah, so where were we in the start? Oh yeah, so after the dinner where uh, his boy was being super pushy, um he calls him up, he's like, Yo, we gotta We gotta meet up. We gotta meet up, man. So they meet in the rain, and he's like, "Yo, we about to we about to brawl, like yeah, yeah, real yeah. fisticuffs." And then it plays this game, like this trick on the the audience, where um, it, it like taps into our biases and like what we think like sexuality is. It's like, well, they have to be gay, right? Right, right, right. So they like Anthony Mackie's character is like, "Yo, we got to kiss, man." And he's like, "We got to figure out yeah, if this, this is, is real." Or shit. So they they kiss, and then they don't feel anything yeah but like in the back of my head i was like no nah, they're both lying to each other you know because i'm like no i knew like that's not i that i thought the same thing and i was like no nah. and then i was like would they would a tv show really know how to like just get this like you know like this level of what you want and they they delivered and it was yeah, like yeah, very yeah. new and they were like nah we're like we're not i'm not i'm not gay yeah but there's something about this game and specifically playing it with you that like does it <laughs> right, right. Well, it, it's interesting because like they both get to play characters. They get mm-hmm. they both get to role play, right. and it's, especially for his friends, his friends from his friends' perspective, he gets to experience something that he doesn't get to on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So, because he talked, remember he talks about like, oh yeah, this is how it feels, and right. it feels like it's like ten times more intense or whatever this and that. And it's like he's realizing that you know he he can experience that, but also experience his his bachelor lifestyle right and it, it like you know the way conventional thinking is is you can either have one or the other you right. can't have both. both you can't have your cake and eat it but turns out you can if you have 
if, you know, if you establish boundaries, if you, like, this is like, you know, non-monogamy one-on-one for the viewers, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. And it, it's also interesting to see like how people have responded to it on Twitter and like on, on social media, but people being like, oh, what a, what a depressing ending and this and that. And I was like, that's a beautiful ending. I thought well, it was how so is that heartwarming. Depressing? I guess because they thought, oh, wow, like they're, they're both going to continue to live this lie or whatever. It's not a lie anymore. Right, right, right. That, that's exactly how I feel. I feel like yeah. this is like, it's so cool that at the end. It's a compromise, but it's, it's a compromise. Right. Yeah, because they can't do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, you know, maybe maybe in the future, like in a flash forward another 12 years, maybe that compromise starts to get a little looser and maybe mm-hmm. they do it more often with more, you know, whatever. They introduce other elements to it because it, that sort of, that flash in the pen excitement won't last forever. Absolutely. The same way most things that we find pleasurable won't last forever. And we have to like chase the dragon, keep continue, continuing to, t- to chase the dragon. But um, the, the positive spin to it, and I think the ultimate lesson towards the end is like, oh wow, they both discovered their sexuality. Mm-hmm. They're both comfortable enough to uh, embrace it and then also communicate it right because like for especially with Anthony Mackie's character it was something that he was deeply ashamed of and he, he he kept hidden and once he found out that like after the brawl and they get arrested and she comes to pick him up there's a really I thought it was a really elegant way to, to do it where it's like we don't get to see the confrontation the confrontation we don't get to see the battle between them figuring it out because that that would have been another episode that would have been another complete arc right mm-hmm. Instead, what we see is Anthony Mackie open his mouth and it cuts to black. And then it's like flash forward. And we see they're both happy again. They're both yeah, in they, love. Yeah. And they both establish their their lines, right? So Anthony Mackie, every day, every birthday or whatever I think it was, he gets to spend a night with his friend. And they, you know, they get to have sex or whatever. A virtual reality sex. And then uh, Theo, the wife, she... Hold on a second. Back her voice. I got a busy block. This might you be busier do. than my old one. No. I think we were also further in, so it was yeah. less noisy. But, um, so, and so she gets to go out to the bar because she also had a, there, there was an earlier scene where she goes to the bar and, um, she gets hit on by somebody. And he's, she's like, no, I'm sorry, I'm married. And that excites her because someone finds her attractive, attractive and, he, and enough, enough so that, she, that he wants to, like, you know, kick game and, like, maybe try to get her back to the hotel or whatever. And, um, that's something that she doesn't get at home regularly. So at the end, she gets to do that every birthday or whatever. She gets a night to herself and she gets to take her wedding ring off and hopefully communicate to the person she's sleeping with at least that like she's, she's married, but she's, she's open or whatever. Um, And I thought that was so beautiful and it has the black mirror sort. I could see how people would take it as um, depressing or, or, or a negative uh, ending because it has that really like shocking imagery of the two of them, like, lean back with, like, their eyes wide out. And, like, mm-hmm. they're just, like, kind of paralyzed. And, like, they're both sort of having this, you know, quote-unquote fake interaction. Right. But it's very real for the two of them. And it's very exciting for the two of them. Right. And they get to, and they get to do, I think, the, the added element of them being, you know, knowing that this is uh, a role-play scenario. Like, they know that he knows, Anthony Mackie knows, his character knows that, like, He's not the shredded, right. you know, fighting dude, and and the other dude knows he's not like the sexy fighter chick, right? And like, there's there's an added layer of like excitement to that, knowing that that's the truth behind this veneer, like gloss veneer surface. Um, so yeah, I thought it was like such a fascinating, like deep dive into so many different concepts of like being non-binary, non-monogamy, and like. Um, you know, exploring your sexuality yeah. and, and become, and also just like seeing 
two two men, especially like on camera, be like. It, at first, we're thinking like, "Oh, that's like that's like me. Like I'm like that dude, whatever." And then you start to see like, "Oh shit!" And it makes you even question your own, you know, mm-hmm. life or whatever. Like, I think I made the joke on Twitter that like I think there would be way less angry gamers out there. Absolutely, if they could like get you know, some fuck their bros yeah. as Chun Li, because <laughs> you know it's like it's a thing that you know a lot of guys have that energy, and, and it it sort of um, you know depending on how you feel about porn or whatever, it it ha- it sort of um, it, it it becomes a in some cases it can become a, a harmful addiction to porn or it can become a harmful addiction into like I think there's a lot things. of I thought also there's like another layer that I took from this episode where like there's a parallel between like the the porn aspect of it going too far like becoming a, like an addiction and kind of like that's the only thing that gets you aroused and right, right, right. at some points you're probably like digging through the fucking yeah dude. just trying to find something that we've all been there. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, just yeah. trying to find something to like peak you know like get mm-hmm. you some you know get get your attention so um is the parallel between that and then also like the stigma of games and yeah. then being um toxic and addictive addictive and th- I, I think they can be i mean sure. there's a balance of everything right um, but I think this episode kind of just shows you like there can be a balance and like video games don't have to be uh, all or nothing type of situation. You don't have to just have the you can go online and play Call of Duty with your boys. You can go online and play, you know, uh, Street Fighter and still have your relationship and have be happy. Healthy, yeah. yeah. And it's like no one was taking anything away from you as long as you're very honest with well, what you want. Right. Uh, I know a lot of people who like are ashamed of being into games when they get into a relationship they don't even mention it to their partner yeah like I, I know yeah. i have mad friends that are like that like yeah right. i don't really play anymore because like yeah my girl wasn't really yeah and, and i'm think, like what yeah i think it also i mean Why i used your girl like you know i used to be afraid of that too where, like mm-hmm. there, there's still a negative stigma to it and like i remember you know <laughs> with my girlfriend telling her like mm-hmm. hey i love games I, it's so much so that i played a lot yeah. and i think that it's like we had to also meet a compromise where it's like you know, we have to make time to to go out and go to dinner, or or Absolutely. stay in and watch a movie together, and like spend time feeding and and you know nurturing our relationship. But also, like, you have to understand this is a passion of mine. This is a passionate hobby of mine, and like, you can't tell me no. Right. And not that she ever did. No, no, no. Which, no. which was like such a breathtaking thing for me, which I was so thankful for because I have had girlfriends in the past say stop or i can't believe you yeah, do this, do this right. they don't understand it at all try to shame you try to shame you yeah. and thankfully she had she had experience with it and, it and it made me feel you know liberated and i felt comfortable and safe i think that's kind of like the ultimate one of the other ultimate lessons from this episode is like understanding how to make compromises but also understand why your partner um loves that thing so much and respecting that right because like you know it's one thing if they i don't know if like if it's harmful, harmful or, or, right, right, right. or you know or negative or something but in this case it's that's it's neither and uh it, it can become that way mm-hmm. but i think like most things like you said like with balance uh i think it's 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 it can be a totally healthy outlet and i think um yeah this episode does a really cool like exploration of so many different ways of finding balance which mm-hmm. i think is so fucking cool so i, I mean i love this episode <clears throat> i might want to rewatch it just to like pick out a few things yeah but um it, yeah it was it was dope like I, I thought it was a nice little intro yeah 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 uh, to the series and like you know 
Black Mirror is it, they're hit and miss sometimes, but sure, sure. I think this was like a, a smash. Yeah, it, it reminded me a lot of the what was it the San Junipero San definitely, Junipero episode definitely. where it's like it has a happy ending, but it's also kind of disturbing. In this case, I I didn't find it disturbing. I didn't find it disturbing yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah. I thought it was like oh everything worked itself out. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh that's cool. Like, I thought they were gonna get stuck in the, the machine. Oh. That's why I was I was like oh they're gonna get stuck in the fucking game and they're gonna have to play games the whole like before they even introduced like the sexual aspect of it. Oh gotcha. I was gotcha, like oh. Gotcha. I was like, they're definitely gonna get stuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the wife's gonna like. I thought the wife. I thought that was so cool. Also, they didn't make the wife catch him. Right. Right. That's true. So they didn't. At every point, they. I'm like, oh man, he's gonna get caught. Yeah. But you you think that as a thing like that's how they resolve the issue or that's how she finds out? No, like, I think it's more effective to have him explain it to her. Right. Or off screen, you know, whatever. Yeah, because I mean, in in a sense, he does get caught with the with the having to pick him up at the police station but, but he could have kept that lie alive he could have kept the lie alive and i think that would have continued to have like damaged the relationship over time to, to the point where like you know maybe it led to awful like even like you said before deeper dives into like what else can get me high and like what else can sort of chase that thing right. in secret and it becomes this like this this pleasurable experience done in secrecy and and behind my partner's back but it was still like the onus was still on him Absolutely. to take the responsibility and 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 open up finally, especially like through. the fact that he has a really cool chick. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, man, and that's true. He has a cool partner, and like he didn't give her the benefit of the doubt at all. Yeah, and I was I was like, you suck, brother. I know, man. She's like, she's so she's too good for you. Yeah, God damn it. absolutely. Yeah, no, what a, what a fantastic episode. Yeah, I, I feel good. like if you've already seen it, also, yeah, let us know what you think in the. Maybe I'll make like a spoiler chat channel or something because mm-hmm. I, I love these discussions and i also would love to hear what our listeners think about this in our discord yeah i was, I was trying to think like you know just think of like seeing everybody's like reactions to it and just like seeing what people got from it right and like how it affected like i was like damn i was like i feel that dog like yeah can't wait to smash the homies in street <laughs> fighter like <laughs> can't wait um, like that's the future like it's, it's this it weird future, like future though. of like video games we're getting into vr and we're getting into yeah. like haptic shit like, remember like, like the Jesus and Mero, like the, the Toppy Bot? Yeah, Toppy Bot <laughs> is coming now, you know? Like, I used to talk about it on the show when Roman was on yeah, the show. Like, yeah, I want yeah. VR where, like, the, I want the machine. Yeah, like, man. Give me all that shit, man. Like, and it's it's going to happen sooner or later. And I, I agree. I think it's going to be like... And you know what? Who knows? Maybe it can be damaging, like, in the long run. But also, maybe it can present... It can solve problems that we haven't even considered. Because, yeah, at, like, at, at the end of the day, it wasn't bad. They weren't hurting anybody. And they were safe. Right. It's like, you know, I don't know. Right. Now. They, they upgraded the salsa they now. did i'm, I'm not mad cool at this yeah. yeah i'm kind of cool with it imagine it's like up. dj Kelly. <laughs> they make salsa tracks now um but all right yeah. cool but that, yeah that was our spoiler chat for a striking vipers episode of black mirror uh check it out if you haven't if you listen to the spoiler cast sorry you listen to it it's still a lot to pick from though if you want to watch it yourself yeah but um let us know what you think maybe i'll start a discord channel um maybe tonight or tomorrow um and uh let us know what you think we'd love to hear from you um thanks for tuning in and see you guys later peace